Hi, you're listening to 48 Minutes, and this is Tim Kittrow from NBA Jam. Ooh, boom shakalaka. You wanted to come with it, done it, we got her with punishment. Dug it, just got with it, but you hear what we coming with. Others in love with the front of this family, just running it. Long as the public is coming, then we keep them coming in. episode 13 i am one of your hosts alex derrickson and joining me this week as always is sean Mackey. what's up everyone oh you you were a bit under the weather today sir i am it's uh, i got a i got a snotty nose and um i'm here talking basketball right no you're not not pooping your pants no of course not i don't do that i don't do that you don't no just just in your pants or at all not at all I just okay. don't. I just don't. Just, just, just corking them all off, huh? I just, I just don't think it's very gentlemanly like. Ah, so I thought you were just letting them age like a fine wine. And rounding <laughs> out the three, the three of us, it's Tim Daniel. Tim, how are you? Good, man. So check this. I'm watching the WNBA Finals Game Five right now because I love last minute things, obviously. And going across the ESPN ticker on the bottom, Yammer Yager has just signed to play another season of hockey. To... You know, y- Yarmir Yager's favorite player growing up was Yarmir Yager. Yeah, he's only forty-five. <laughs> ah, sure, he's got plenty of gas left in the tank. He's like Mark Henry. Got <laughs> <laughs> a salmon-colored suit, calling us all puppets. <laughs> Speaking of last-minute things, if we all sound different, not all of us are shitting our pants like Sean. But we are manipulating time and space of the internet, and the uh, the app we typically use to record this show is under maintenance, and we're doing this through Skype. So uh, strap in, because it's going to be a, a bumpy ride, probably. Yeah. Maybe. We'll see. But this is 48 Minutes. It does post each and every week on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. And if you like what you hear, and you want to hear with your eyes, you can check out what we've been writing at 48minutesnetwork.com. Or if you want to hear all the other things we've got going on, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. Write us a review. Give us five stars. Tell us how much we love us, because if there's two things that power this show, it is our unwavering willingness to do this each and every week. <laughs> and the other is your positive thoughts. Housekeeping, before we start, on 48minutesnetwork.com, there are a handful of new articles. Uh, my NBA Live review and NBA 2K18 review are up. Uh, very opposite thoughts on each game. Uh, <laughs> to say the least. Yeah, and, and we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. Uh, and then Tim has an article of what it was like on NBA 2K18, or yeah, NBA 2K18, with a team of five different LeBrons. Uh, <laughs> so if you want to read the results of that and know how good five LeBrons would be on one Cavs team, it is very good, and you should read about it. Also, uh, we, like bit... to, we like to have fun here, don't we? <laughs> oh, sure. Like... Well, see, Alex, the thing is, yes, it is a lot of fun, and it's just as good as you think it is, but it's no different than 0607. Sure, where, you know, LeBron is just all five men. <laughs> Cloning LeBron's also available for you to, your, for you to you know, plug in your earballs is a new episode of Dropping Balls with Tim and Ben where they recap the 93 draft, otherwise known as Tim's Jamal Mashburn boner keeps going. Hold on, hold on. Jamal Mashburn, Mashburn and Penny Hardaway. Oh, okay. Okay, and Chris Webber. Yeah. Yeah, so there's a, there's a lot to unpack there. And uh, we've got a lot to unpack, as we are just a couple weeks away from the season starting, so be on the lookout. I believe next week's episode should be our, I can now call it, annual preseason awards prediction show. Heck yeah. So yeah. That, that'll be exciting. Give us all, you know, the next week to mull over who we think is going to win GM of the year. <laughs> That's has not it, one of the ones we're covering. Has the Kobe Altman already won it? Probably. Or Sam Presti, actually. Probably Sam Presti. Yeah. Is, is, uh, is Danny Ferry an option? <laughs> no? All right. I don't know. You don't, <laughs> you, don't have to, you have to ride the Danny Ferry over to a different choice, Sean. Oh. But, okay. uh, ha-ha. Ha-ha, the preseason has started. <laughs> Speaking of jokes. <laughs> games that rank just a little bit above the summer league in terms of games to me that don't matter as as... These, these NBA pros shake off a fuck ton of rust. Uh, a few notes of, of games that I, I 
I have written down here. Uh, we, we've seen the Nuggets take down the Warriors and the Lakers. The Wolves take down the Lakers. The Rockets went over the Thunder in Carmelo Anthony's debut where he uh, put up 19 points, I believe it was. He was damn yep. good, man. He was on fire. This somehow non-calked-up, non-wider-type ship that is known as the Bulls some just knocked off New Orleans after playing three good quarters of basketball. After and, after giving up 43 points in the first quarter. <laughs> I, man, I, I've got so much to say about that. <laughs> okay, okay but, we'll, get uh, to it. we'll get to it. And in an impressive bout, the Suns beat the Blazers by two after outscoring them in the fourth, 41-27. to 27. Ooh. So... Some some potential goodness coming from Phoenix if if they stay hot like that, or if I they think can, should... that's a team that can get hot like that. No pun intended with it being the Suns. Uh, that is that is frightening. If they can just put up forty one points at will at any given point, it's they're going to be one of those teams where like no lead is safe, or they will never have a lead because it's the. <laughs> no, the Grizzlies just just sucked it. That I think that was that was what was going on that night. But uh, going back a few steps to this to this Bulls game, uh, it is a lineup that they rolled out for sure. It was a strange starting five. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I, I think the if there if there is a positive on this, if there is uh, you know this a, a pizza pie in the sky that's a more to make of this, it's that when you have five people who shouldn't start. On an NBA team starting on an NBA team, <laughs> they aren't shackled by better players. So you, I mean, I, I always make the argument everybody's in the NBA for a reason. Like even like your Brian Scalabrini's, they're still god tier at basketball. You know? Yeah. And it's a situation where I think if you put a bunch of non-starters as starters, they can kind of flex a little more and they can kind of figure stuff out. So this is going to be a team that has a lot of growing pains about 82 games worth, but it's, I think a situation where it's promising, where there is no one good feed this one guy, the ball player. And it, it could hopefully lead to some maturation and some growth, uh, uh, coming, coming forward. Yeah. This season. Um, Casey Johnson, had an article, a really good article in the Chicago, uh, for I think the Chicago Tribune. So he writes for, I should have known that already. Um, a couple of days ago talking about how this Bulls team is kind of going to take on that 03-04 method of either play hard or you don't play at all. And I think we saw a little bit of that in that game yesterday. They're not going to win a lot of games. They are, I mean, they're everything but guaranteed to be the worst team in the NBA record-wise. I think the over-under for them is 22. I have them at just a bit under. Um, but, you know, we saw some good from that team last night, like you said. Uh, Grant played really well. I really like them having Justin Holiday. I won't lie. I think that that's a good pickup for them. But yeah, you're right. No starters means every chance to get the ball in your hands and make something happen. So it's going to be rough, but we might see some excitement come out of it. It might be one of the worst teams ever put together, actually. I mean, it's bad. Ironically, it's a really, I would really say bad squad. The worst Bulls team ever assembled is now being coached by a member of that team. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that is, fun fact. <laughs> oh, our lives are a flat circle. Uh, no, we're not. We're so, not Kyrie Irving. Oh God, no, no, God, please don't. I can I can't flat Earth this week, <laughs> but uh, so you know, gentlemen, there, there's been uh, a plethora of games being played in this last you know five or six you know five four or five days of the preseason. Has, has there been anyone? that has stood out to you guys any players any teams you know what's what's stuck out to you guys Derek Rose D Rose yeah he, you know let me tell you something Tim don't <laughs> don't get too excited about Derek Rose just just don't it's like Michael Carter Williams you're like man no it's not no it's not <laughs> No, you know why? Because it's worse. Because the guy won the MVP, and now he's the backup guy on the Cavs. Well, for a while, he'll be the starter, first off. Let's be fair here. Let, let's let's be fair here. Uh, LeBron's going to be the point guard in, like, a week after he tears his dreadlock. Why are you so harsh? Like, why <laughs> do you... I can't... You've you been don't, doing you don't, for a year. How do you not know how Sean is You don't now? even want the guy yeah, to succeed it's like you point. don't even know me. <laughs> I'm just, I'm wondering why you don't want him to succeed, is what I'm wondering. Oh, because oh, Sean I'm... has a motto that's made the bridges I burn light my way. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
I don't understand why you can't want him to succeed and do well, because we should want that. He's been well, doing hell and back. Yeah, but some of that hell and back is weird and in unclaimed territory. We didn't really know what happened, and he almost got put in jail for it. So, um, <clears throat> I don't know. I, I'm I'm going to be happy for Derrick Rose if he if he does succeed, but I'm also not going to be happy that he's not on Chicago. You know, this so. is a perfect situation for him, man. Strictly it is. Put. It is. He I completely agree with you. He doesn't have to be the lead ball handler, like you said. He can just go out there and he can get you know he can get the ball to Wade, LeBron, Love. Love looks You're right. amazing. This by is the way. There, there is literally not a better situation for him in the league right now. This is the best situation for him. Exactly. I completely agree. To have an opportunity, you know, to maybe have Wade or LeBron play point, let Rose play off the ball, which is something that I had wanted to see him do in Chicago a yeah, lot, but was never did. really given the chance because he he's undersized at the, at the two, but whoever they put in at the one in place of him in Chicago was typically shorter or Nate Robinson. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it's a situation now where if you do kind of resize the lineups a little – uh, and you've talked a lot about, about the small ball, and there's an article on then 40 minutesnetworkcom plug, 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 uh, where if Rose is playing off the ball with Wade at the point or LeBron at the point, move LeBron to the four, whatever you want to do, I think there it's more advantageous for Rose this year, uh, which I, I think hopefully will, will behoove him you know, this season. The thing that's really concerning, though, is there is that situation, like Sean mentioned, that History has repeated itself with one Derrick Rose. If that situation repeats itself before Isaiah Thomas comes back, this is a team that's going to be depending on Jose Calderon and Kay Felder. And that is, um, even from Derrick Rose's what he's been the last couple of years, that's a steep drop. It is. I mean, I, I love Jose Calderon. I've, I've made no bones about that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's incredibly reliable. I think he is a, still a great facilitator. Uh, he's one of those weird dudes that I think at any given point will still give you, you know, 10 points and 15 assists. And the, the difference is for, I think anyone on this roster, uh, that's not, you know, returning from last year or named Dwayne Wade is they have LeBron now to play with. And he has this tendency to make whatever team he's on better and whatever players are around him better. And, only 14 people a year get to play with the best player in the world. Well, that was the thing, too, is he had that statement where he said that he's... Well, he said that he thinks Derrick Rose is going to shock a lot of people. He has to. That's his teammate. But when he said, my goal is to help Derrick Rose get a big contract next year, that's a scary thought. Yeah. I mean, you you get a dude who's basically... I would say the best on-floor, on-the-court coach as a player since Kevin Garnett... Yeah. Uh, and LeBron. And I mean, he's going to, he's a dude that elevates everyone around him. So yeah, this, this Cavs team is very scary if everybody gets a little sprinkle of, of, of King dust on them. Yeah, I agree. So Sean, any, anything stuck out to you this preseason so far? Kyle Kuzma, man. Yeah, man. Let's talk some Kyle Kuzma. This yes. guy's looking good. He's this is a guy who's who's looking to take away some minutes from Larry Nance Jr., you know, and Randall. And, you know, a guy that can that can run and dunk. You know I'm always a fan of those guys. You know, I know. Guys, especially the guys, with Lonzo at the helm. You're you Zach know, Levine's. Well, yeah, it's kind of funny because uh, we'll we'll get into two K in a few minutes, but my, <laughs> my Lakers team, I, I have traded away uh, my one defender, uh, Contavious Codwell Pope, for Zach Levine. I have traded away Larry Nance Jr. and Randall for Aaron Gordon. And what? Uh, yeah, I did it. I did it. Who what is up? taking that trade? What? What? I, I'm sure we, we're going to tap in on all of the strange innocuousies of NBA 2K18 we'll in just there. a we'll minute. Yeah, it's topic of the show. We don't want to jump into that too much. But yeah, I'm I'm excited about the Lakers. Like I've they're they're kind of like my team right now. It's it's very it's very strange. And uh, you know I'm I'm watching the uh, the Philadelphia game right now. I'm very excited about them. Um, but the I you know what was really awesome. I didn't have a, I did I did watch the highlights. Uh, Chris Paul and and James Harden together, man. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna be fun, and and I think Clint Capella, I think he's he's gonna make a he's gonna make a jump this year, 
Still got him on a budget contract. Uh, I'm excited for them. It's going to be a good year, except uh, you know if you're in the East and you're not the Cavs. You know, it's just gonna, it's just actually, it's just gonna be fun for everyone else in the East because they're just gonna be playing to play. You know, yeah. No one, no one's really gonna win anything. It's gonna be, it's gonna be Celtics, Cavs. So. Not the Wizards. The Wizards fully are in this. They are headstrong, going to make a run at it. They fully believe it, and a motivated John Wall is gonna be a lot of fun. Okay, I always forget about Washington. <laughs> And it's because I mean, it's because they're inconsistent. Some some years they're just awesome in the playoffs, and you're like, God, next year, next year, and then like they don't make the playoffs, and yeah, then they make it back to the playoffs. They're like so, Portland. I, yeah, I think, yeah, they're they're like them. I think Washington's like if there if there were ever just one definitive team in the NBA minus minus the Grizzlies. So I guess the Grizzlies of the East that are just like the more just ground and pound style basketball where it's like, we're going to slow this down. We're going to make you play our game and you're going to fucking lose is it is the wizards. Like the wizards to me are the ultimate trap team. Yeah, oh, completely. Where completely. They, they could be, I think if you put them up against any team in the NBA 10 times, I think they could beat any team in the NBA five of those 10 times, five plus, you know, five or more of those 10 times. But at the same time, though, with that comes, they could also lose five or more, you know, of any of those games either. So like Sean said, they are wholly inconsistent, but like when they are firing and when they get to play the style they want, I, I do see kind of like the second coming of, of prime Grizzlies where, they can just grind out a game and just if you if they slow you down into their style, I I think Washington could disrupt a lot, especially in the Thunderdome of the East right now. Yeah, I agree. It doesn't hurt having the best point guard in the East on your team. Right, especially when uh he seems very motivated by Kobe Bryant's goals for him, a uh, first team all <laughs> Yeah. Because uh, there's that and then uh the Kobe's goal for Giannis is MVP. I don't think that one's going to happen, but damn if I don't think that dude's going to try. He he destroyed me on 2K yesterday. He scored like 30 points on me. I was up by 10. I lost. <laughs> I was like, what happened? Giannis happened. All right, so it's starting to seem like the conversation is leaning this way. So come back next week <laughs> for our preseason uh, prediction show. We'll we'll start trying to guess our our awards so we can reconvene. You know, come come June or whatever, and May or June, and discuss these at the end of the season. But it is time for topic of the show. You know what I just realized before we get into this? This is our first forty eight minutes. It's going to be more to the tune of what to expect from us because they're not season previews. Yeah. So. Might as well a good time as any of this. How we're going to start doing the show, in case you're wondering, because we're not just going to do season previews throughout the season, because that's that's stupid. <laughs> it's like, so how is your team doing? I could go to the internet and answer that question. But <laughs> so the 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 plot, the timeline of an episode of 48 minutes, what you can come to expect. This one's still going to be a little different. Is we'll hit you with the news. You know, we'll give you the rigmarole. There'll be the news for the week. Uh, then each week. Sean, Tim, and myself will each bring a basketball-related topic to discuss. So we'll we'll hash out the news for y'all, and then we'll move into a whole possible litany of things. If you look back at some later quarter three episodes, like there was the NBA conspiracy theories, uh, you know, we'll we'll sprinkle in a whole bunch of weird stuff throughout the season to keep it interesting for you guys. So that's the plan for this show going forward. Is it'll be news, and then each of us will bring our own topics uh, to discuss with each other throughout the season. So with that, there's only one topic for today, post-news, and that is NBA 2K18. Yeah. As yeah. I've said, my, my review of it is up on 48minutesnetwork.com for you to read and check out. Uh, out of 10, I gave it an 8, 8-1, eight, something like that. It was, it was a good score. Uh, the more I played of it, the lower the score kind of went. But uh, 
I wanted to get your guys' take on it, so I'm not the only you know voice on the team that's that's discussing this. Uh, and I'll probably loop in some NBA Live 18 commentary in here too, because I've I'm the only one that's gotten to play that fucking gym. But uh, <laughs> so you answered everything I needed to know on that game. So fucking god, uh, yeah. So Tim, Sean, I want to hear your takes on this. What, how do you guys feel about 2K18? Your likes, dislikes, discuss. Um, so I haven't done a lot of online play, so I guess for me, I think it's the best 2K yet. I've heard a lot of complaints about online servers, so, but I haven't really run into that a lot. Just the my teams I had to do to unlock things, but mm-hmm. I, I love it, man. I think that it has a, I mean, I like the faster gameplay. I really like the shot chart now. Um, it's a lot more difficult to make consistent shots, which I really appreciate, especially after playing the live demo. Um, <laughs> I wanted, you know, and like you made a point in your article of, on our website on 48minutesnetwork.com that I really appreciated of. When you play 2K, you have a better chance of getting blown out than winning by than winning pretty close. And I think that's what I enjoy is there's an uphill battle a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a game the other night because I'm playing through my GM with the Cavs just because I wanted to play with a loaded fucking team. And I had a game where I was playing in Houston. Chris Paul was out this game for them due to a one-game injury. He was a day-to-dayer. And I still lost, even though I had Isaiah Thomas wide open for a three in the corner for them to shoot the ball and still missed. Um, I, I really like that because it brings a whole new element to the game. It makes it more difficult. It makes it where it's not like you're playing the same game every night. I had a stretch where I played the Pistons back-to-back games uh, for home-and-home. Home. I beat the Pistons by 30 in Detroit. They came to Cleveland. I only beat them by eight because it was they recognized the things I did and were able to make adjustments on the, with the computers. With computer Van Gundy, you can say. Um, so it had a, has a lot of really fun elements, and all the different game modes are great. I love the all-time teams. Uh, it's, it's probably my favorite 2K title yet, uh, and that, that might that's not really a stretch for me. Sean, your thoughts? I am still exploring the game. Um Initially, um, as we, we, we spoke last year quite a bit, Tim and I especially, about the, the My Team feature um, about you know on the 2K series, which is a lot of fun. But I, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say this in like, I'm going to try to say it in kind of a non-grumpy old man way, but uh, My Team's gotten a little too big for its britches this year. I agree. Okay. And, and uh, you know, I... I mean, you're the My Team king, so please you, speak. Yeah. I, you know, there's, there's too many, it's, it's almost, it's almost exhausting how many different modes there are, which is great. That's what you want. But like, it's, it's daunting for me to go on there instead of just having like a, you know, okay, I'm going to play domination mode where you go and you take your, your, my team and, and you, you tread on, uh, and try to defeat all the teams. And then after you're done with that, you defeat all the legends teams. And then they add a few other ones that are completely way too hard to play against, but you play against them anyway in hopes that you'll get some, you know, L.A. Clippers, Dominique Wilkes, Wilkins from, like, 1995, you know, card. You're going to be like, man, he was, great. he was, he was, he was really good on the Clippers, I'll tell you. Um, but it, it's interesting, I'm, 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 it's interesting the, the players and the teams that they, they picked for this year, like there's a Lakers Dennis Rodman that's floating around. Yeah, um, which is which is very strange. Um, it just doesn't show up for practice, then you have to cut it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Del Harris just comes out and like, no, you're done, you're done. It's like it's the opposite of a duo card, where if you have like a Del Harris coach card, you can't play the Rodman. <laughs> exactly. But uh, I haven't been that impressed with that. So I've been playing a lot of my GM, which uh, I'm sure Alex will get into. It is absolutely crazy. It's so my fun. Team, I, I, I decided I decided to, to not pick Chicago or the Timberwolves this year, and I went with the Lakers. So I was like, this will be fun. I'll get to play with Lonzo Ball. So I've I've made a bunch of trades. I've got mm-hmm. Aaron Gordon now. I've got Zach Levine now. I've got... Uh, Vince Carter. No, I did not. I didn't. I didn't do God. that. Well, midway. So you. So everyone had to try and trade for Vince Carter. Yeah, all three okay, of us. Okay. Okay. Now here's here's the question. Since since we all had to trade try to trade for VC, did your team get sold midway through the second month of play? Yes. Yes. Okay. So did did Bob Sanderson take over your team? 
Okay, so no, so there's no different storyline per team. Everybody, <laughs> the first season is got it. That's yeah. disappointing. That's very that, disappointing to that, me. Well, I that thought re- something was weird because he started offering. They like I was like, okay, I did like part of a season with the Lakers, uh, and I'll, I'll get into that. You know, when it's when it's my turn. Then I was like, oh well, I'll try a different team. And I started with the Nuggets, and they started making the same shitty food jokes and like the same weird like <laughs> hip heckling go. And I'm like. I'm starting to think that these are very similar stories. And you know what? It, it reminds me of, uh, like, back during, like, the PlayStation 2 days, the, uh... The, uh SmackDown versus w- Rawls? The SmackDown versus Rawls, where they're like, wait, would you like to go on the uh, WWE uh, European tour? And you're always like, of course. And, like, the same kind of matches would show up. You know, right. the same kind of feuds. Like, oh, Do you I'm want gonna... to film a movie? Sure. You get 3D'd by the Dudley boys through a table so they can write you off a television. Exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean that that's disappointing, especially now that we all know that we've been we've been heckled into playing the same stupid story <laughs> where some old white rich guy takes over your team and like is like, oh, I've been a fan of the Lakers since I could walk. I had yeah, so on my, did, so, yeah. Did he? Did he want? Was his end game to sell the team though? Yes, he wants to sell it to Seattle. Yeah. Okay, same. So same. you, I guess you have to buy the team. You have to, you have to get that VC up so you can buy the team, or else it God, moves that's to a Seattle. Whole other fucking deal. Uh, yeah. The VC stuff. So there is. Uh, I don't know, Sean, how far you got. There is a point also. See, I don't like this mode. I, I think they they fucked up a really good thing. They uh, did. I, I don't mind them, you know, like doing some changes. And I mentioned this in the review and everything. We're like, I don't mind them making these adjustments or trying new things, but for them to feel so half baked, uh, really, really bugged me. Cause I'm just like, Oh cool. Like this is just text adventures where everyone has really overactive hands when they talk. <laughs> and it's, to me, where so my the the arc that I ran with, until I was just like I've had enough of this and switched over to my league. So if you don't want to do the story bullshit for anyone that hasn't played it yet, there is my league, which is basically your standard my GM team, but without trying to manage player egos as well. Uh, so <laughs> which that's is really nice. hard with the Cavs. I'm sure, but it's been really nice to do like a handful of like simulations or seasons and stuff like that without constantly being interrupted with like Tony Parker wants you to make practices harder. It's like, well, don't no, he's like 40. I don't want him to die. But <laughs> the, uh, I, I took over. I, I also did the Lakers. Uh, and it, they asked that the team was going to get sold. The owner said no, then sold the team to try and do some sort of weird pork infusion or something. I don't remember. Uh, then the team, I, I was told to trade for Vince Carter, which I did, and then the team was then <laughs> sold, and to a guy who wanted to move the team to Seattle, then wanted me to hire his son. I said, "Sure, why not?" <laughs> I, I read, I read that if you say no, he hires him anyways, and then I think I fired his son, and he kept showing up still, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> His son wants to start, like, undermining you, and I don't know how far you guys got, but he was really insistent. I follow, like, the analytics style of basketball free agency and trade for Maurice Spates. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty funny. You've you've kind of spoiled the whole mode for me. (laughs) I'm sorry. Well, that was, no, that was just, like, the first, like, six weeks. Okay. So, rest uh, that I'm was like not, nine, I'm like nine and five right now. You that was know, not so. a full season. That was me just like simming through and be, the guy being like, "We should really get Maurice Spates." And the owner's like, "I want all the f- top three draft picks." And I'm like, "These are all things I don't want to do." <laughs> <laughs> like I, I felt like I felt like the agency for me was removed. Where I'm like I. Because, like, I didn't immediately jump on trading for Maurice Spates, and I got a phone call going, like, I don't like people that don't listen to me. And I'm like, I don't want to trade for Maurice Spates. I don't think that's a good idea. We don't. Vince Carter is not going to change this franchise. We're obviously rebuilding. (laughs) Right. So that was the other thing is I take over a team that is clearly rebuilding, and the owner was like, I want the top three picks for next year. Everyone's on the table, including Lonzo. I'm like, that is not... (laughs) 
That is not a good idea, Bob Sanderson. <laughs> so well, I, that sucks. Well, here's the here's what's funny if you play with the Cavs is you know how it's like all these comments about like you could have the next LeBron, you could have the next this. Like, there's not one single thing where your owner's like, I really love that we have LeBron. I really love this. It's like it's like you're saying where it's just very un. It's very no like it's no personalization to who you what GM team you run the GM up except for the yeah. opening moment when you're so happen to be in your car and LeBron James and Teron Lou are walking in you're like hey guys big fan it yeah. was uh, it was a uh, Brooke Lopez and, and Luke Walton <laughs> on mine yeah. <laughs> other funny Shit. thing opening scene you know when it's like the guy you're playing for the Mavs you're holding your leg because you got hurt or whatever right. yeah how is it in 2011 that guy's already worn the Nike jersey Right. Because it, it that's exactly and it's it's and I'm, I know that's nitpicky. Oh, it's very to, it's it's me, but, Alex. It's yeah, it's the Nike no, it, logo. It's the swoosh. That's, that's true, though. That's true. I'm, I'm right there with you. Where it's I, I would say it's an oversight, but it's it's not. It's just the whole like execution of my GM. Excuse me, my GM colon the next chapter is just a half cocked idea. And again, props to them because that's a thing they didn't really need to do, especially given how just average NBA Live is. Uh, but go- going back a few steps to kind of go into the gameplay and everything, uh, there there's a few minute changes that I noticed. Uh, the the shot meter is now above your player. I'm still getting used to that. Yeah, I hate it. Uh, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of it. I love the uh, if you play on PS4. Uh, the speaker Im- implementation. Yeah. Uh, for the in, for like the last five seconds of a quarter and the last three seconds of the shot clock. Uh, I like that because that is one thing where I've always kind of sat there and been like, I wish that was louder. Well, now it's in my face. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the gameplay feels tighter. I mean, every year I feel like the passing lanes get thinner and thinner. Uh, yeah. Before like a pass gets picked off, so I, I'm still kind of like playing in 2K17's passing lanes, and I'm like, that was a mistake. Uh, there's a few things where, like, teammates, I, I mentioned this too, where teammates will get lost on screens a lot. Uh, sometimes they'll just be like, you look like you need me to double-team this guy with you. And I'm like, I didn't need that to happen. Uh, and, and so there's still, like, teammate AI that I think's a little dwonky. I, I love that they removed the generic assistant coach that talks between timeouts. Oh, God, yeah, that was a, gr- a must-need. Yeah. Uh, commentary is... Really, I mean, at this point, I, I think it supersedes what MLB The Show brings to the table every year. Because uh, that, that to me, has always been the pinnacle. And I, I think, finally, the 2K franchises has usurped that throne from them. Uh, not a huge fan of, of what they did with my career. And that's kind of where I wanted to take this for a minute, if I may. Uh, I actually... So, you, you'll see this a lot. I think this has been the... Uh, most common complaint about this game is it's just unabashed inclusion of microtransactions for virtual currency. Yeah. So I got this, I got the regular edition. Tim, you got, did you get legend or gold? Legend. I couldn't spend $150. Okay. And then was hard enough. Sean, you did legend. I did legend and and I'm not, and I'm not proud of it. So you guys each got a hundred thousand in VC, right? Yeah. Tim, okay. where's where, how much how much VC do you have left? Um, well, I don't know. I know I don't have much any left of that, but because I bought <laughs> I bought a couple boxes of my team cards. I can't cards. believe you did that. I was shocked when you told me you did that. What else am I going to so, use it for? Okay, use it well, later on in the year when there's better players floating around, not a bunch I'll, of golds and emeralds. I'll fucking tell you what you use it on. It's it's in because my career has now. Uh, been crammed into multi multiple modes with the neighborhood where they've taken my park and pro-am and lumped it into a open world setting for your player to wander around for these street games and the issue with that is is those who did shell out the hundred or 130 dollars for the gold or the legend edition to get the 100,000 or 250,000 vc have all taken the a lot of people have taken them and padded their attributes for their uh, career player to just run people off the court from day one. 
because to upgrade your attributes costs VC. So if you take all that massive VC bonus, it kind of it becomes pay to win if you apply the currency that way. But to for me to sit there and try to catch up with somebody who who did do that as someone who got the regular edition, I would have to grind hours and hours of gameplay out of that. And that's not something I want to do, and I, I don't yeah. want to start any mode in a hole. I but get then. You. There's also issues where, like, if you want to get a haircut, you can't preview the <laughs> you, you can't preview the hair before you buy it. So then, just like just, real life, just like just, real life, you just pay for this haircut, and you're like, oh fuck, I don't want that. That looks like shit. It's like, well, we got your money, or like something dumb is like, oh. What's this arm sleeve look like? And it's like, bitch, 500 VC, and I'll tell you what this arm sleeve looks like. <laughs> right. So it's sh- shit like that. And, I mean, I'm just going to give it one of these. I hope you guys can hear it. Chain. 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 I don't know if you could hear that. It's some shame bell. Oh, we heard but... it. Good. I, I'm giving 2K the shame bell, the first shame bell of the season. I'm going to make that a thing that happens all year. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's it's very very frustrating because I, I think it's a situation uh, systemically that I mean this is a, a gripe amongst like a lot of people that play games where like Grand Theft Auto Online, which comes from the same uh, parent publisher that Two K comes, which is Take Two Interactive, has made a bunch of money off of GTA Online the last you know couple years with people basically you know buying stuff to upgrade their houses, cars, attires, and things yeah. like that. It's, it's like a water testing moment, I feel like. And it's really backfiring on them. They've they've already lowered the price of haircuts. Uh, <laughs> Did they lower the price of sneakers yet? Oh, not until the real world. But uh, it's it's a situation, I, I think, that really wrecks that mode. And that was where like my score started to kind of drop with them, where I'm like, this is really like, this is not a good change. Uh, yeah, and... and... I agree with you, you know, and it's funny because you you talking about the same thing with my career is the same um, problem that I'm having with my team. Like, uh, Tim used all of his currency to to buy boxes of players to make his my team team better right now to juice them up. And I'll be honest with you, you kind of have to because the game's gotten a lot harder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the weekly challenges, I mean... Tim and me battled through these, you know, constantly texting back and forth. Did you get through this one? You know, what was the trick? You lots know, of curse words. Lots of curse words. I mean, almost, several controllers were almost broken last season. Uh, and and stuff like that, it, it, it sits on me. Like, why can't I beat something? You know, when the game sure. is... Obviously, there was one last year where Tim and I were both <laughs> reasonably convinced as were a bunch of people online that the the difficulty was miscalculated on the game and mm-hmm. it was some sort of super mode that no one could beat with the with the lineup that you were allowed to put on your team um, but I'm at a point right now where I, I I can't advance in the weekly challenges because the final challenge is so hard I have to have a beefed up team but I'm not gonna go ahead you know and it's like I'm not gonna use all that that VC that I basically purchased extra right, right. to, to, to use that on, on players right now. I'm just going to wait it out because let me tell you something. I'm not going to play people online that often because oh, I, always, no. I, you know, these people, they're, they're nuts. I mean, 2k people, <laughs> like if, if you're, if you are good at 2k online, I mean, I, you probably just play it nonstop and I play it nonstop and I'm not even good. So like I just I it it it's very frustrating you know that you you would have to use you know the game's already assuming well you probably used all that VC and you probably have a good team so you can take on these super stacked Oklahoma you know teams that have a uh, a Russell Westbrook who has a 94 where the best player on you is a broken down Shaq from Miami you know and and which, he's not he's not which fast. you got which you got for pre-ordering a better edition. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And Kyrie Correct. Irving, which is not as good as that Russell Westbrook card at all. No, no. I mean, like, what they gave you... And the thing is, every single person who purchased that got the same thing. Yeah. Right. So it's like, it, it, it's, it, it sullies the whole experience because 
you know, if they would have just said, hey, you get a random Shaq card or you and then you get another random, you know, Amethyst card or something, you know, it doesn't matter. But when you give everybody the same two good players, it's not fun. It's dumb. It's really dumb. Just like it's dumb to give everyone the same storyline in my GM. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um Oh, guys, I just want to take this moment to tell you right now, Emeka Okafor is about to step on the basketball floor right now to actually play a game of basketball for the Philadelphia 76ers. This is real life. And not only this, on the court with him right now is Chris Humphreys. What a time to be alive. I know. He's come a long way since I saw him in April at the Pacers-Cavaliers game in the stands. He looks wonderful. He looks wonderful, guys. I just wanted to let everybody know what's going on. Thank you, Sean. Thank you. Um... (laughs) One of the other things I want to kind of talk about 2K that I really did enjoy was, one, um, way to go 2K on spoiling the third jerseys for all the NBA teams from Nike this year. Right. <laughs> love <laughs> Nicely it. Nicely done. I love you guys for that. I, I, a lot of teams have really awesome ones. Um, but I think the other thing I really like, you know, like I mentioned, I really like the all-time teams. But I feel like those new historic teams, there's like six or seven they added at the end of the summer, were really lazily done. Um, let's look at the We Believe Warriors, for example, that there are six guys that they got a likeness for. <laughs> So the whole bench is, like, James oh, Johnson, number 99. It's terrible. It's um, terrible. Yeah, even, like, they got, what is it, on the 2011 Chicago Bulls, they, they got a decent amount of them, you know, but how do they get John Lucas III and not be able to get, like, a Kalena Azabuki for that Warriors team? You know what I mean? Like, how does that oh, make and there, sense? And I, I think, you know, to an extent, you're, you're hamstrung by licenses and likenesses and things like that. You so, are. like, just like how, like, the Bulls are missing, or, like, the all-time jazz teams are missing Carlos Boozer, or, like, the Pacers are missing Miller, the Pistons are missing Sheed, uh, everyone's missing Barkley. But, like, there, I think to an extent there's only so much you can do there. Like, I think a huge oversight is the absence of Hedu uh, Turkoglu. Yeah. Yeah. He's another uh, one. Yeah, and Orlando's team and, yeah. and Sacramento's. And so, I mean, there's definitely some missing pieces. Like, I appreciate the effort and I applaud the effort, but like you said, some of them are just like, what was the point? The, yeah, the, the We Believe one, and, and let's be honest with you, if Monte Ellis wasn't playing this season, they would only have five of those guys. Yeah. He, I mean, mm-hmm. the only reason why he's in the game is because he's still somehow in the league. Like, that's the only reason why he's on there, and he was an afterthought on those teams. So, uh,. I was really, really disappointed when I loaded them up. Had a fun game, had a really fun game, but when you're playing with John Smith and and Brian Smith and uh, you know oh. Dean Smith, you David know Smith David Smith, <laughs> David Jones, David Jones, yeah, John Jones. I mean, it's it's and, and you and they and they always wear like some goofy number like right. 62 or something, and you're like, okay, I automatically know this guy isn't real. But a team like I mean, they were. What made them so awesome were, you know, they had just a great group of players, and some of those bench guys were great on that team. It wasn't just six guys. Yeah. So, and I mean, those guys were overachievers, and all those guys need to be on that team. And I just thought that was just, that was done so poorly. They shouldn't have even added them if you can't add, if you can't add at least eight players, there's no point in having a a historic team. What I was cracking up is the teams they chose to add, like, I understand that they added the Warriors, the 73-9 and nine Warriors, but what, what about the Cavs team, if we're going to add teams that soon? The Cavs team that, that's so happy, Cavs team that beat them in that finals, are, were, they, were they not existent? Um, the Thunder team, it's like, wasn't that too soon to add that team, really? Like, if we're going to talk about adding that Warriors it was, team? It was, it was easy, that's why they did it. It was, right. you're right, yeah, man. Like, it was easy. Like, I don't really care to play with the Thunder team that lost to the Heat yet, because... Yeah, it's like the big what if of like Harden, Westbrook, Durant, and Ibaka all together before they really hit their primes. It's like, cool, but no. I could have, I could have, I could have traded them all around on one of the games. Now it'd be probably more fun than this team. Right, and then the, you know what's the point? The all-time, the all-time Sonics uh, Thunder team doesn't even have Sonics jerseys. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just a little salty about that one. Yeah, sure. yeah. Uh, there's weird things too, where like the all-time New Orleans team are all in Pelicans gear without the option to do like even the the no the no OKC jerseys yeah, uh, post Katrina anything so like fun. that like stuff like that. So it's weird to like play as Chris Paul in a Pelicans jersey, which literally never happened. Right. But like yeah. David Wesley's there, and I'm like, I shouldn't. Yeah. Um, 
DeMarcus Cousins already on the all-time Pelicans team after playing 22 games for him. Yeah. Yeah. That and was... it's th- there were some where it's like awesome. I can't wait to play as three different Jamal Mashburns. But like at the same time though, it's like why are there two DeMarcus Cousinses? Yeah. I mean, hence I got to make an article where I had five LeBron James on the same team because there's so right. many characters to the same person. There are six Michael Jordans in this game. Six. Now, did, did did you did you play did you play them against each other yet? No, I haven't put them together yet. Now what 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 now? Typically, what you're going to do you you've taken all of the LeBrons and you put them on the current Cavs team, correct? Right. You can't do that with the Bulls. You got to give them like it's got to be like a like the 2010 Bulls team or something like that that you know that other that roster against against them because otherwise it's not even fair because the Cavs bench is so deep. Well, no, what I did was I turned off, I took all the minutes on all the LeBrons, and I turned off foul outs and injuries and fatigue. Oh, oh. Did you read the article, Sean? I, I, I haven't. I've been, I've been at work, so no, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I've been busy, man. Hey, I know we're getting ready to close up shop. Are we still talking 2K? I mean, I, I, I've said my piece. Uh, if, if there's anything I missed, you can read it at 48minutesnetwork.com. Uh <laughs> I, I do encourage all everyone that if you can play it for cheap, like as in fifteen dollars or less, uh, check out NBA Live. Uh, just if nothing else, because it's cool to have it back. It plays kind of like where I feel like I think NBA Live 07 left it. Uh, player movement's weird. They the ball has an inconsistent amount of weight to it. All the blocks sound like you're punching it, but uh, the commentary is real bad. Everything where where NBA 2K took risks and missed, NBA Live did normal things and mostly bare bones. Nice. So it's it's very weird, but they have different kinds of like aesthetic to them, which I kind of touch on uh, in terms of like the lighting. One thing I wanted to talk about with NBA 2K. Uh, just a small thing I noticed during the defense chance and like things like that, that involve crowd involvement. If you look in the crowd, most of them are actually doing the right moves. Yeah. I saw like, that. Instinct. And like, if you blow a team out on the road, uh, their fans will leave the arena and stuff like that. So it's like, there's still a lot of like small things they're doing right. But then there are like, you know, like we've hit on some oversights, but like I said, if you can get it cheap or like rent it at your library or like Gamefly or Redbox, uh, Live's worth checking out, at least, because I, I think EA could do something cool with the series, but this just isn't it. Uh, and I, I, I want that competition between franchises, purely selfish reasons. I just think a rising tide raises all ships. So give NBA Live some love if you don't have to pay 40 dollars for it, or really $15 plus for it. Uh, yeah, that that's really it. It's a weird game, but you can read that review too. I gave that a six, a Fair six enough. and some change, and no dunk contest, no All Star Weekend except for the All Star Game. They took away the best part. Hey, yeah, you're totally using this as my fill into my next thing. I want to touch on real quick. Let's hear it. So the All Star Game, it's going to be yes. a little different now. We're doing this thing in the NBA where we're trying to fix the All-Star game. We think if no limiting conferences is the problem, but it's really not. But it's still kind of cool anyway. They're going to go with the All-Star game to go the old-school pickup style where two guys are going to be selected captains, LeBron and Steph Curry. Let's go ahead and call it. We know that's what it's going to be. And those two guys are going to pick their own All-Star team from all the players that are voted in by fans, fellow players, and coaches. So, with that being said, what do you guys think about this? I think it'll be interesting, at least. I mean, change is change. I'm always on board for stuff like that. I, like a lot of things, I think the reoccurring theme is is the change necessary. Uh, I, I hope it doesn't become like the dunk contest where they change it year over year over year and never really find that right balance again. Uh, I don't know. I think they're trying to fix... They almost had it with like the Electoral College idea to keep Zaza Petrulia from starting, mm-hmm. but... I think it's a situation where I'm glad there's still the fan agency to vote and the balance of, of, you know, like coaches and things like that uh, and that personnel kind of rounding up the voting. 
the players selecting who they want to play with is interesting because I'm sure a lot of people are going to read way far between the lines on those. Yep. Uh, I think this is a really good year for Jimmy Butler to not be on the Bulls since apparently every Bulls player gets blacklisted from touching the ball during the All-Star game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. As a whole, uh, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, we won't know until we see it. But uh, I'm excited to see a bunch of people, like I said, try to really like read between the picks. To be like, ooh, LeBron picked this guy first. Ooh, what's pick- that mean? It'll how, happen. How funny would it be if the first pick LeBron had, he picked Kyrie. Oh my god, right. it'd be so funny. Right. So it'll be it'll be a thing. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, I think uh, the NBA. I love how open they are to uh, you know evolving All Star Weekend every year. And I I don't know if this change was absolutely necessary by any means, but we're coming up on a year where the East is a little bit uh, decimated. So. Mm-hmm. I, I, I get why they're doing it this year, and I fear if there's another two years that may happen like this, I think that the East versus West conferences will be abolished, and they'll do you know a best of you know 16, which I you know I, I, I hate that because you know that just means that the league is just play, players are not spread out the way they need to be. Um, we had a problem with super teams, yada yada. Um, but you know, this year I, I'm okay with it. I think uh, I think it'll be it'll be fun. And, and like Alex said, yeah, people will read into things. It's going to be hilarious. And uh, I just I just hope one of these days they bring back the horse competition. <laughs> that's 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 really that, all I want, guys. And that that's where they pick three players to try and score baskets riding a horse, right? Yes. 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 Okay. It's it's I, one of those horses that's on a stick, too, from what I understand. I, I believe in El Dorado they call that high lie. well this has been 48 minutes episode 13 thank you for listening if you like what you hear in your earballs and you want to hear with your eyeballs you can check out our website at 48minutesnetwork.com like us on facebook at facebook.com slash 48 minutes nba podcast because no link was shorter than that follow us on twitter at 48 minutes network where network is spelled without the vowels uh like, subscribe, share, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play each and every week. Never miss an episode. As always, I am at PressX to Alex. Sean is at under Sean underscore Mackey. And Tim is at TimDaniel518. And until next week, thank you, Sean. Thank you, Tim. Hail Hayward. And good evening. <laughs>